0: Welcome to Total Wine and More. I'm firing up the grill for burgers and want to impress the neighbors. You'll love this Cabernet with your burgers. Wow, great price! Find what you love, love what you find at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. b 21. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a karate teacher to trim their hedges.
1: Hey, yeah, man, these shrubs are not made of plywood. Don't worry, another few
0: chops should do it. Yeah, nope. Yeah, dang. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Oh, this treehouse looks like particle board. There we go. I am starting to doubt myself. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.
2: You can't hear that, Steve, right?
1: No, sir. Yeah, this is
2: Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. Yep, I know. Jeez, I can't figure out. Uh, Well, I'm here with Steve, the owner of Key Largo Comics, my neighbor, who we hardly ever get to see anymore.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah. Uh, You guys (laughs) not going out as much?
1: um, We have been going out uh, once or twice a week, but uh, we try to go, like, early if we're going to dinner or something, you know, so beat the crowd. Crowds, you know,
2: yeah. Pre-COVID, that would seem like a senior citizen thing to do. Right now, it's the smart thing to do, uh, right? It's just exactly, it's a, yeah. yeah it's, we're, a, we're, it's a smart thing to do because you say, "Well, who wants to eat?" That's a late lunch, but uh, you're right. in Florida, so you got to compete. That's true. Early, early dinner down here is like three sometimes. That's right. So. Yeah. Uh, um, so, how you been? Well, it's been a week. We did the sound check at the end of the show, right? Yeah. And uh, that was probably the best part of the show, the sound check. Probably. You had to get through the whole thing to hear, hey, how about this? You hear this? Do you hear this? Do you hear this? I'm screaming. What am I doing now? Um, so, yeah. It's like we're in the um, – Steve, it's like we're at the advent of the invention of the radio right yeah and we have no idea what's going on yeah. we're just we're broadcasting it's the the first thing ever broadcast and you don't know who's receiving it or the telephone one they didn't really have a conversation right the first words on the telephone
1: yeah it's all new ground i, I don't know you don't remember you never the first words. Who, who said the first words uh, was it Alexander Graham I don't, I don't know. Yeah,
2: it was his invention, but he he spilt acid right when he, I guess they yeah. were testing it, and he was burning himself in his leg or his arm, and he was he was trying to get Watson. Watson, I need you. <laughs> you know, yeah. he Good. he wasn't it wasn't scripted. He he, he screwed up, and yeah, really? he spilled acid. Yeah, Watson, come here. Yeah, they made it. It sounded awfully formal for an emergency, but the guy spilled acid on himself. So I think he was getting. I think he said some other thing. And luckily, they didn't have. I, I don't think they had recording devices. So it's pretty good. I think it probably. The exact words probably were, get the fuck in here, Watson, you know, because I got burned, <laughs> you know? but Really? Yeah. But the way they phrase it after the first words is, uh, Watson, come here. I need you.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah but, but it's no, yeah,
2: hurt. it's like if someone accidentally shot themselves in the foot when they were cleaning the gun, they wouldn't go, "Honey, right. come in here." Unless you're in a state of shock, I, I, I would like you to have you in here. I just shot myself in the foot. No, they would just be screaming. They're, you know, right. that's, and that's what Alexander Graham Bell was probably doing. He was probably screaming his head off. Hey, get the fuck in here, Watson! Bring you exactly. Know. Yeah, he didn't. But, see they, but that's the yeah. history book. He wasn't. He wasn't thinking too. Quick. But uh, that's what we sound like when I'm when I'm doing a sound check, and I'm not saying you because I'm the one that's podcasting. You're just co-hosting, so I should know. (laughs) You see how I'm not saying you. You. You don't need to know. Matter of fact, I have a friend that's been contacting me, uh, Tisa. You know Tisa? Steve?
1: No, I don't
2: think so. I don't think she minds saying her name, but she went to learn about podcasting. And I, I'm i saying, boy, can you get hooked up with a, a podcaster who has over 322 episodes, but still to this day doesn't exactly know what he's doing? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's like she wanted to find out, oh, you've been doing this almost three and a half years, you know, and stuff like that. Yep. And I still don't know exactly what I'm doing. It'd be like if I was going to the moon and back and say, well, what do you do about the anti-gravity? What do you mean gravity? I don't know. What
1: do you mean well, uh, what's that?
2: Yeah. What, well, gravity? I don't know. I don't know any of that. I just know what I do that works. Right? Right. I'm not familiar with the technology. Yep. It's like one of those Star Trek episodes where they have, you know, where they open up the uh, Constitution and they think it's yeah. the Bible or something like that because they don't know exactly yeah. what it means. Uh, yeah. I'm talking too much, man. Uh, t- 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 today's episode, I called it "Discipline" with uh, exclamation points, Steve. Okay. And if you don't want to talk about, it, don't make. Remember, I don't want to. You know, I I didn't mention it, it, listeners. I never said anything to Steve beforehand about th- what the topic would be. But I figured you'd talk about it. But the one thing I get you started on and it works with discipline. Did you hear of a Netflix show called Cobra, P- Cobra Kai? I have seen it advertised, yeah. Is it new? Yeah, you know what it's about?
1: Is it something to do with the Karate Kid, like the char- character? It,
2: it's directly in lineage with the first Karate Two. Karate. Okay. Yeah, and it's them, like uh, John... What's his name? Johnny. Johnny. I wrote his name. Johnny Lawrence is his name, right?
0: Johnny Lawrence
2: is the protagonist.
1: Okay. He's the the hero. Yeah, all right. So the villain is now the hero. No, there's
2: no villain. There's no real villain. I mean. Right. But it shows Johnny's kind of, he's an alcoholic. He's a 'er ne'er-do-well. And all okay. this stuff, and he tries to bring back the Cobra Kai, and he his he his ability to be a slightly changed, right? Right. Is making his message, even though he doesn't change the message, but strike first, strike fat, strike hard, whatever the Cobra Kai thing was, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: He enforces it in a way to help social outcast. Okay, is that crazy? Oh my yeah. god! Have
1: you have you watched this? Well, all of, all of it.
2: I watched almost the whole season. Okay, it's only like a half hour. Like it's it's a couple hours, but I may watch like four hours of it today. And I didn't know how they'd square the circle with Johnny. You know, they didn't make him like, and poof, he's a regular guy. He's exactly the guy you expected Johnny to grow up to be, right? Right, but
1: yeah,
2: he, he's got a little more like uh, soul kicking in. Like he's he's finally like he's finally learning his lesson, right? Uh, Thirty. Wait, how many years later is it? It's they're showing it as two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen. So it's. Thirty-two years later.
0: Wow!
1: So does he run like a dojo, like or something? Yep. Okay. And he only, and he only has nerds, though. Right.
2: And he—he's brutal. He's mean. He's thoughtless. But he—he's uh, amenable to change, and he's reflective now. He thinks about his life. Right. Right. It was kind of yep. wild. I'm looking at it, I said, you know, I said, what a stupid concept. What a stupid concept. Then I watched it and I said, well, it, it's high. I don't know how high a concept is. They're just right on the edge because the way Johnny talks to some of these kids is brutal.
3: Right?
1: <laughs> oh, really? It's yeah. brutal.
2: Yeah, he's talking to them. He's insulting. And then he, he, he real, he starts to realize that, you know, he doesn't like he's not totally changed but right. he has like a, 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 a like another veil opened up for him right of un- another veil of understanding
1: okay
2: went to the next level and he got and he's perfectly not he's not there yet you know what i mean that's yeah. where you can see the seasons like he can be growing the guy's growing and and it's funny uh uh, uh, Danny Danny Larusso's in it too. Oh, the really? Karate Kid. He's in it. Yeah, he's the, he's the he's a wealthy car dealership. He has he's a car dealer, right? In, uh, in, in, Ralph Macchio. Yeah, Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Oh wow. Danny. Cool. Danny Larusso. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. And he's
2: totally hamming it up, you know, using karate kicks and giving a bonsai plant. To anybody that buys a car from him, kind of milks. He milks a karate kid. He's winning the championship the one time. Yeah, he's still milking it.
1: <laughs>
2: and and he's kind of, you know, slightly lost. He's off message a little. Yeah. Yeah, but he starts and you know, he starts coming back, and it's pretty interesting. I I thought. I was surprised. I was really, Uh, really, I I was really surprised. I I think it was so surprising, right, that people see the title and say, oh, the guy comes back and does a dojo. Oh, but he sees sees the light and he starts thinking better. Yeah, you think it's just that, but it's not just that. It's more. There's a story behind it, you know. Mm -hmm. They got stories and they got backstories. They filled in. They fleshed out his life a little. And they use the rest of the series to kind of make it like, well, this happened then, this happened then, you know, and before. It's weird. Right. So it made me, yeah, it made me think. So remember when you first saw Karate Kid?
1: Uh, Yeah, sure. What did you think of it? Uh, Well, I was a kid. I liked it.
2: Oh, Who do you identify with?
1: Um. Yeah. Probably Ralph Macchio's character.
2: Okay. Okay. So to the discipline, Pat Morito did. You know, Pr- Pat Morito had that thing where he just made yeah. you do these long, repetitive tasks called miagging, where you got wax on, wax off, and all that stuff. And <laughs> yeah. And and John Johnny Lawrence, right? The guy that was mm-hmm. Cobra Kai. He didn't get any lessons for technique or or nuances, right? Not nuances. He just got the brutal thing is this is where you punch him. This is where you hit him. This is where you hurt him, you know? Yeah. And training, right. and training, training. And no, the only mental training they got was, you know, no fear. Don't fear. Uh, you know, show no fear. Mm-hmm. That was the main thing. Show no fear. And this is how you hit, hurt somebody, right? Right. Miyagi was, well, this is how you throw a punch, and this is how you throw a kick, this is how you balance yourself.
1: Technique, yeah.
2: There's still disciplines, right? Sure. Or who is, I mean, think about it when you raise kids. That's why I call it discipline, right? Or right. You raise I mean, what's the right, you know, you're teaching a kid to be fearless and tough, and and being able to attack, they can understand if you view the world as uh, only that, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like it's only something to be punched or protected from. It's not, you know, you can't be open. You have to always be on edge and ready to go.
1: Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah.
2: So you never experience one moment of joy. Oh yeah, yeah. Or the other one, you can view the. You can say you could say if you wanted to say, "Hey, if I'm not careful, if he's not always on the lookout, or she's not always on the lookout, she could be taken advantage of." So I'm teaching them how to be protected. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Right. And,
2: and the flip side, like Miyagi says, "Well, listen, I'm going to show you these repetitive tasks, and on their own, they're nothing. They're nothing. There's not." They're just. This is how you you're demonstrating presence. But when you need to, you need to, you'll be able to face adversity, right? Yeah. Using these commonplace items and stuff like that. So, isn't that kind of like the way people raise their kids? On the spectrum, right? Some raise their kids. Some raise too tough, way too tough, right? Yeah. And some are way too soft. Right. I don't think I don't think Miyagi is anyway near soft, you know. Right, uh, but he definitely doesn't show. He he doesn't. He doesn't lead with brutality. Right. No. I no, think they're both. Yeah. yeah, Miyagi and that guy that do, that sensei. I don't remember that guy's name.
1: Right. They must I, have
2: had. Yeah. yeah, they must have had. They they must have had. Um you know because i figured they would have sh- at least shown the guy's face cuz i know mm-hmm. he's still around because he did a commercial this year right the guy from the Ryan the yeah, he show did. so yeah. i know he, i know he's still alive and i said man i'm surprised they probably probably blew their whole load on Ralph Macchio and the blonde kid right and the blonde right. kid and the blonde kid was never in anything else i don't think I mean, yeah, he I looks so. he looks every bit at 49 years old, but so does Ralph Macchio, right? Yeah. But he can always say he was a karate kid, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think what what commercial that guy, was it like a Capital One commercial or something? Yeah. I, I don't think, think, I think the so.
2: message, I think the message went over to like softness. Right. I think that message came from somebody who saw the Cobra Kai. You know, they said, Oh, well we can do this ourselves too. And we can use somebody that's not in the show, you know? Right. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I don't understand it. If someone says when they're raising a kid, I do this, i make you tough because I love you. Right. Right. Why would you lead with that? Um, you know everything. Yeah, I, a
1: pe- I don't have kids.
2: Well, I mean, even if you're a teacher, you know, when you're talking to them. Yeah. You know, whenever you're, you're around kids every so often, right? Yeah, sure. I mean,
1: I just... Yeah, you, were, you yeah. want to lead with that, the hard stuff, I, I would think. You would not want to do that.
2: Well, I mean, I understand, like, in the Stephen King novel... You're always going to have like an older person come and impart some wisdom that you're going to need like 25 years from then, right?
3: So, yeah. You know
2: what I mean? Yeah. When an old black man sidles up to you and starts reading your thoughts. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm talking about The Shining. Did you ever see The Shining? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Scott Man Cruthers sits up next to that kid. Uh, I forget his name, and he says, and he starts talking to him without moving his lips and. the boy starts talking back to him. You know? Right. That's a Stephen King thing. Like, they're never, like, uh, adults don't talk to kids like really nice unless they're about to kidnap them or uh, impart wisdom they're going to need to to survive 25 years from that.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: But yeah, when you're talking, when you talk to a teacher, I can, um, a drill instructor, right? Let's say a drill instructor Mm -hmm. job. That's a teacher, an instructor, a drill instructor. It's in the name. What are they teaching you? Steve, what do they teach you? They teach you how to be a soldier or a sailor or a Marine or airman, right? Yeah, of course. Right. To to do your job and not be hurt and killed, you know, to protect yourself, too. I think some of the best... uh, you know, drill instructors I've seen. was talking guys who talk about how to. You know, this is how you survive this. This is how you survive that, right? And then they right. leave with it. This is how you do this. You know, they want because yeah. you got to pretend you like the people that you're instructing. If you don't like the people you're instructing, good luck. Just like right. parents, if the kid doesn't like your pa- the parents, like what? Well, why the hell? Anything? You know, if they hate you. Yeah. What 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 you're doing is going to go right through there if they, you know, people say I'm a parent, I don't need to be loved. You say, "Well, you what's your purpose then?" Right. Like with your dog. Let's say with your dog, right? Mhm. Unless your dog's performing like your dog's a, a shepherd with you, you know, rounding up sheep.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, your dog, you You have a dog because you like that. You love your dog. He's your, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: So when your dog can't get out and has to pee, you know, there's a certain amount of things you could do with the dog, right? But punishing it, beating it or anything like that is, I know you guys, I know you'd never do it. So, but I mean, I never understand people that smack their dogs around. It doesn't, it doesn't work.
1: No, absolutely not.
2: So that made me think about the Cobra Kai years later, about that guy, how brutal that guy was. You were around. I mean, I I imagine you are around for people that were like that.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, teachers, coaches, you know.
2: Yeah, they're showing their love by teaching you to be tough, right? Right. But, you know... God damn, like think of the toughest, what's the toughest character you ever can think of in a movie, the toughest character, off the top of your head?
1: Off the top of my head, the toughest.
2: The toughest, the <sighs> really toughest one, the toughest one. I don't mean the strongest one, the toughest
1: one. I'll say like, maybe like Dirty Harry, or, or like, uh, you know,
3: any kind
2: Dirty of- Harry. Dirty Harry, take Dirty Harry, I'll take Dirty Harry,
1: yeah. Dirty
2: Harry. There were a couple movies, right? And there was a couple times he kind of seen how he kind of liked the girl. He loved the ladies. You know, he loved the ladies. But yeah. he was never super passionate in that. Did you think he right. was ever passionate? That guy, you never think of Dirty Harry you know, whining and dining someone. Too no. much. Just never would. Right. You know, the guy was great inspector in, in San Francisco. But he, he was never going to uh, have a great love of his life Right. that he was in, you know? And, and, you, and you think, God forbid, if he ever had a kid, right? You know, right.
1: I mean. Well, he would be very hard on, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was, I mean, you spill the milk when you're pouring something. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He never really smacked around his partner, so. But that see, that's the toughest person you know. You can't imagine them being sweet or nice or kind. Right. Now, that doesn't mean they aren't sweet or nice or kind, but no one sees it. So they're not teaching that. They're just teaching tough because tough people rarely teach you to be kind. Right you know, to be thoughtful and stuff like that. And there's some really good, exa- I mean, there's good examples of certain heroes that are certain or heroines who are tough and kind. Mm-hmm. The ones that kind of do things to sacrifice themselves. Right. Things like that. That's kind. That's kindness. And I think that's, you could probably write, a, I could write a whole psychology paper on dirty Harry. And I could say that part where he put himself in harm's way was his show of kindness. Like, I'll sacrifice myself for these guys, even if you don't like me, you know? Which is pretty awesome. But no one teaches you that. You can't teach somebody that way. Can you teach anybody to be that way? I don't think so. I think you fall into it. Yeah. I mean, God forbid, who could you... How can you mold a person to be that tough?
1: I think you're either that tough or you're not. Yeah, or
2: like... Like that character, like uh, uh, Mel Gibson in in, in, uh, Thunderdome. When the whole group gets, gets away and you're stuck behind. You're stuck with them.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: I told you about this movie called, I think it was called Redemption or something like that. Mimi Rogers. Uh, I don't know. Well, she's like a, a, a libertine. You know what a libertine is, right? Yeah. Free spirit, drugs, alcohol, sex—all this stuff. Swinger sex, and she finally gets religious with David Duchovny. Okay. With David, David Duchovny, and they get conservative and religious, and they have a successful company. And finally, she's at the end. You know, she sacrifices her daughter. 'cause of her beliefs. Uh-huh. And then she rejects God, right? And the final right. scene and no one never no one's ever gonna see this movie. Mimi Rogers is on it's Mimi Rogers, it's the what would you call that? The um it's the apocalypse, right? All the true Christians okay. are called up to heaven. She's standing on the 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 edge of a river and her daughter comes for her and says, Mom daughter died already in the movie um all you have yep. to do is say you love god and he's going to take you right into heaven with me and we'll be all together with daddy right right up this yep. point mimi rogers is so mad at god that she had to make all these decisions that she lost people that she loved she stay she decides to stay on the other side of the river and because she cannot say she loves god for a right. turn for eternity is it The Rapture? Rapture! Yeah. That was an awesome movie. But that was one of the strongest characters I've ever seen in my life. One of the dumbest ones for an eternity to go and say, hey, listen, what do you mean? Eternity here or eternity over there? Oh, go with you guys. Go with you guys. Yes, I love you. I love you 100%. But to be able to refuse that out of hardship, you know, just say, because you made me make those decisions, I'll never go over there for you with you.
1: Right.
2: And uh, that's scary. Imagine, because she was a beautiful woman, you could, you know, I mean, imagine getting in a relationship with someone that obstinate. Right. That obstinate, that'll hold that against you forever and not alternate. But I thought that also was made her the toughest character I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, I kind of remember that movie, yeah.
2: Yeah, when she's standing there doing that, it's such, it was yeah. such a, a powerful message. No one's ever right. said that. You know, right. kind of reverse, like Gary Oldman when he was uh, turned into Dracula. Uh-huh. When he rejected Jesus and all that stuff and then stabbed the, the crucifix. Right. He's put outside of God's grace. Yeah. And because a living demon or a dead demon or whatever. And then he's brought back by Winona Rider. And Canu Reeves.
3: Canu Reeves. (laughs)
2: Yeah. So who was your toughest guy? The coach? You mentioned teachers. You mentioned a coach. I think you mentioned you you did go through coaches.
1: Yeah, I had some real asshole like football coaches, uh, like in junior high and stuff. That would probably be what I would have to go with. Yeah. Uh, off, the of, off the top of my head. <laughs> what they made you do? Uh, you know, just like, like two-a-day practices in the heat, just like, you know, just yelling and screaming at you, call, you know, calling your names and just like, you know, whatever. Just, just the typical stuff. But um, Oh, man.
2: Well, hot f- <laughs> well, that was – yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, Johnny Lawrence. Johnny. Oh.
0: Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a karate teacher to trim their hedges.
1: Yeah, man, these shrubs are not made of plywood. Don't worry, another few chops should do it. Yeah.
0: Nope. Yeah. Dang. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local Geico agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Oh, this treehouse looks like particle board. Yeah. There we go. I'm starting to doubt myself. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com/local today. There's Roxy,
2: Johnny Lawrence, the guy from uh, the guy from Cobra Kai. He's calling yeah. a guy with a hair lip. He's calling him Lip. You hear my dog? Yeah. That's my dog. Yeah, I hear him. She's going nuts. Um, but yeah, Johnny Lawrence is calling a guy who joins his dojo. He's calls him Lip for the first couple times he meets him. Right. Because that's, terrible. Cause that's <laughs> all I see. All I see is your lip. And then the guy, he says, you're going to have to change something about the first thing people see. And the guy leaves and you think he's, I'm not going to give it all away because you're enjoy this. Okay. I didn't watch the whole first season, so I didn't give away the whole first season. Uh-huh. It, it just, this guy <laughs> has a positive effect on someone's life. And he was one of those guys, like your coaches, you know, he'll make, he's the one that calls someone fat because they're larger than the other kids, right? Right. Or, yeah. uh, or, you know, call someone, if someone's teeth are funny, I was calling Bugs Bunny. Because for one, they're unimaginative, right? Right. That's And that's, if they were smart enough, they'd know if you're going to motivate someone, there's a motivate you can motivate people through your knowledge mm-hmm. you know because I I saw coaches and you had coaches like this they tell you how physically they understand physics if you hit someone this high this is what happens if you hit them this low this is what happens right depends on where they on, are on their feet watch their feet do this do that and they use their knowledge as their whipping thing meaning if you listen to me you're going to learn so much that it so be so valuable to you like Every day you walk away, there's something new for you, right? right. Or just because he calls you fatty, <laughs> or you know Moby Dick, or whatever he wants to call you, and right. that's where you get. And Andy thinks, well, I'm brutal. This guy is going to remember me because I'm tough. And that's all they know. They're not. they some of them are brutal because they want. They think, oh, I'm going to make them tough. And he's never—he's always going to remember it because I'm going to be the toughest, and he's going to be able to take everything. It's going to be great success because of this. But then again, you could be emotionally scarring them too, right? And they'll pass the same thing because they're unimaginative. And the guy that says, "Listen, I'm going to show you how to do this the right way," you know? Yeah. Those guys, and and you know when they talk like that, and there's all the people that motivate. They just go, listen, I'm going to, I'm reaching down for that part of you, you know, that makes you want to do something well, to be proud of at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: There's, there's multiple ways of doing it. Unfortunately, in coaching, in the military, a lot of people think by being brutal is the way to lead. And it worked. It's, it's a genetic thing that lasted a long time because who are you going to follow except the guy that's going to be able to? He just walks in and he decides, you know, probably years ago, he walk in with a a big club and just smash someone's brain, you know, brains in.
1: Mm-hmm. Look,
2: that could be you, but if you listen to me, it won't be. You know,
1: right? Yeah,
2: or you can say, listen, listen to me. I'll make sure we eat today. You know.
1: Right.
2: So that's the way sometimes people follow somebody.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Oh, you know, my, I'm always afraid, I'm afraid of updates. Of what? Updates. Updates. Okay. Yep, I'm changing the subject. But you know what? It's kind of fake. Updates is about a character changing, right?
1: Yeah. People
2: can change, but an update. That's your my system, and an update Dell update is pending.
1: Oh, I hate those.
2: <laughs> you know that means
1: They're, you you've got malware.
2: Oh, does that what that means?
1: Well, when I don't it? know. It's usually like a security update, you know, because
2: it says a Dell, Dell update. Fire. Three three d- updates already. View details. I got a vest. I'll go and check that. You know, this is something a good parent can't teach, but there's going to be someone that's going to be up there teaching. Hey, listen, there's a, uh, a force when it comes to using computers. You know? Yeah. If you stay away from porn, if you stay away from porn on certain type of computers, you'll never get a uh, malware. Right. <laughs> I do. I'm telling you this. The one I'm using right now. Yeah. What you're on?
1: Yeah. At least
2: while I'm on it, porn never comes up on this. Never has.
1: Yeah. No, mind mine either. I don't. Wait a don't second. Wait
2: a second. I'm not asking you. You didn't have to I admit know. that. I was going to say. But, I can't. I can't. I'm, I no, can't no, say no, that just, about other pl- devices I have.
1: Well, I have an Apple, and I purposely don't look at that because I don't want to mess up my computer, you know?
2: Now, that's me. That's the reason why I don't do it on this one. It's not for a high – it's not for some uh, high-minded thing. Right. I I I don't purposely want to do that. But I can't say that from other devices that I have. (laughs) If you dissect this clearly – what I just said. Okay. If I was in front of a a lawyer and they said, well, you inferred that on the other items. No, I did not. No. What I said on this computer, it has never been intentionally put in there. Right. (laughs) All I'm saying is I cannot say that on the other devices. Now, to answer further questions, I would just stand on the fifth, my fifth. I would just refuse to answer the question.
1: Right. Refuge.
2: Yeah. And people say, well, that refusal. No, it does not infer. It does, only infers that this is the one that I can guarantee wasn't. Right. And that is such, a, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I've been watching Netflix. I've been watching um, House of Cards.
3: Oh,
1: yeah.
2: And, oh, my God, I so – I should have watched it before Trump came in.
3: Right? Yeah.
2: Because mm-hmm. I think it would have inoculated me to everything. It's, it's, it, yeah. it would have inoculated me. I would have been ready. I think it may be something that makes me look at the world differently. Really? I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I'm I'm not saying that looking at the world differently is not a bad thing. Right. Unless it causes you to behave differently. And the only behavior I'm looking to change is any... I don't want to get sad thoughts about way things are going. And all. You know, having that's that's what bothered me for the longest time steve yeah you know what, just like what is bothered it, it, well imagine if you woke up let's say you steve woke up mm-hmm. and it's 1845 and you're sitting in the middle of mississippi right your friends are kind of well off you wake up in their house and you have this developed sense you were just went to school let's say you went to school and Paris for the longest time, right? And you just have the mm-hmm. feeling about man is uh, that as a person you have everything to share with everyone else. Like, that's who you relate to, other people. Not different groups of people. And you're, and then you wake up you have, with that same sense in Mississippi in 1854, and you're surrounded in the middle of a, a, a plantation where people are, are enslaved. Yeah, you'd be. How would, how would you square that circle? And I use this twice on how to just act during the day. How would you do anything? Now you wouldn't be out. You're not a self-sustaining farmer where you can go out there and just raise your food, hunt the thing, stuff like that. You're you're a, you know, well-educated person, and you're moving in these groups of people, and that's all you get to see. And then you got to relax. And not see the yeah. suffering and not disagree and be able to interact with these people in a positive manner.
1: Oh, I don't think I could do it.
2: Yeah. That's what happens nowadays. Think about it. Right. And they ask you to comply to this. Comply. You're going to have to agree that, you know, there's a certain segment of the population that deserves to be looked at with an extra you know, fear, you know, another mm-hmm. layer to put on that. And, and, uh, you know, it's just, it it asking someone to be, go back to be able to behave differently like or, or sitting and be one, a, some, a person that believes everyone, everyone has a right to be heard and saying this and everyone's, you know, and all this, that's regular stuff, nothing where everyone gets 2000 a month. I'm not even suggesting that.
1: Yeah.
2: Where every let's say if you're just a person that wants everyone, you know, you get the same say as everyone else, same access to everything, and that's it. Okay, that's what we go Mm -hmm. for, and and we'll protect that, right? And you end up in Germany in 1936. Yeah. Now you say, well, I'm sorry, I don't. No. So what if he's Jewish? It doesn't mean anything. Well, it's a law. There's a law right now. The Nuremberg Law or whatever says you can't hire a Jewish person. You can't do this. You can't think that. Right. So, yeah, that is the way. If you if you can learn to think differently and say, well, it's not about that. This is just a temporary. Temporary thing. Mm hmm. Just because a government may practice that doesn't mean you have to recognize it. Religious people do that all along. They say, Well, you could do your thing. Right. I'm not gonna eat I'm not gonna eat bacon. I'm not gonna eat shellfish.
3: Right? Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's just the way to looking at it, I think, maybe. I could be off on this. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah.
1: I think you got it right.
2: Yeah. So that that's from Watching Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai.
1: I got to check it out. Sounds
2: good. Yeah, it was such a feel good thing. I really, God. And for this guy to come back, I haven't seen him in anything. He probably was in some crappy movie, same kind of movie that Billy Zane's in. It's always like there's a high budget Turkish movie being made and he needs an American bad guy. They call Billy Zane, you know? (laughs) Maybe this guy was if in Korea, if a guy's supposed to be Mm -hmm. bad, he's American, they're going to pick this guy, you know? But I haven't seen him at any American shows. But then again, I don't watch TV. I'm more like, only, I know it's funny. I don't, I haven't watched a TV show on a regular broadcast channel. If they can't say the F word, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to see it. You know, if you can't see a booby. I don't know. If that's the rules, you're not going to. It's, a, it's it's already watered down.
1: Right. You want so, realistic.
2: Yeah, but this guy comes back. Ralph Macchio, who was in the Deuce. Did you, you ever watch that?
1: No, but I heard it was good.
2: It was awesome. He was a bad cop
1: mm-hmm. in the Deuce. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: and he was so good in it. I think, I don't know if he started that – but he was really, He looked like he was a mess. He was a mess when he first. <laughs> I hope it was makeup that made him look that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, do you want me to go? Okay. Um. So yeah. What? What was I talking about? Yeah, this guy. This guy comes back and does this, and it's great. I mean, he has the best acting parts. Uh huh. Yeah, it's like a gift to him. All this life, life. he has this one thing, and now he's going to be able to hold it up.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: And this guy, you want to watch all the time. For all these years, it's amazing. Hating him, and all of a sudden, I I can't think of another character. Well, I I did a little research, and I should have let you do some research, too. But Darth Vader is one of them. Darth Vader turned out to be a good guy in the end. Yeah. Um, Like, where the bad guy turns around and helps out.
1: Um, Yeah. Uh, let me think
2: about. Um, they say in a predator I'm... movies, the predator winds up helping out. When it's predator
1: versus right. the alien thing,
2: it starts getting romantic with uh, a female a human female.
1: Yeah. Um, hmm.
2: Think about it. Uh, they say the girl from bridesmaid. What's her name? McGowan. She was kind of like the bad guy, and she turns out to be the good guy. Right. I mean, they actually use it. And the thing, I guess they don't have enough women. The woman from uh, Devil Wears Prada, Meryl Streep. Okay. In the end, she flips around like that. Um, Right. I'm
1: not thinking of anything. Um, You know what?
2: Steve, you're doing good because I I read – 30 movies, and I just came out with three.
1: Yeah.
2: I can't remember the rest of them.
1: Well, Darth Vader's the big one. Um, yeah. But, uh, um, remember,
2: you know, that, oh, was just, runny, I, that was always a running joke in it. You just go, like, if someone's talking to Star Wars, you go, ah, like, it's like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. And then someone would go, you know, that's his father you know right and it just be if you're a total dick you know yeah cuz all those movies even the bad ones what was the best one the second one was the best one right right is that right is it seen the the last one was the worst one of the first right?
1: well you have the you have the original trilogy and then you have the prequel so are you, are you, the original trilogy yeah. The, of the original trilogy the, the best movie was the second one which was the empire strikes back. Yes. Yes, okay. that's the one where where Darth Vader cuts off Luke's arm and calls, and tells him that he's his father. So.
2: Mm. Cuts off his most of his hand.
1: Yeah, like you know, his because, hand like yeah. Yeah, right.
2: because he folded it back. That's how they they didn't have that some green screen right. stuff and all that. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: okay. So right, I thought of another character that uh, kind of does a flip. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Yes. Yeah, like uh, Jamie Lannister. Uh, Jamie boy. Lannister. He's a he did he a big a flipper. Kid,
2: he pushed a kid out a window.
1: In the like the first episode.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And by the end of the series, he's like helping you know the saving, good guys, play, saving like,
2: babies. Uh, yeah, ki- killing, uh, killing zombies.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Total good guy by the end, pretty much. <laughs> uh,
2: oh, and the guy that, um, in the beginning, the guy that was Khaleesi's right hand.
1: Um. Oh yeah. He was a spy.
2: Uh, he was originally he was a spy for the Lannisters or something like that, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: ba- Baris or something like that, Baris. The
3: fat
2: guy, Mm-mm. the guy um, that had that stone disease, the one that oh, Sam yeah. say, yeah. by cutting off yeah. his skin.
1: Yeah, oh. um, I can't remember his name. Um, Whatever.
2: Uh, the point yeah. was. The point was. Yeah. I get, you know, a good guy. You know, being be able to be turned in the end. I mean, right. geez. It's a long time, though. 35 years, 30, 1984. So we had mm-hmm. 35, 34 years. 34 years, the guy, like he says, not only, guy, if you haven't worked in that long, they probably say, listen, you're going to come back. I'm going to do the thing. And he goes, I'll do whatever it takes for me to get back in. He says, right. if they said it was going to be a porn. <laughs> He'd probably go, I'm okay, I'm in there. I'm in there. I just I'm need in. a little medication. You know?
1: <laughs> but,
2: yeah. yeah, I'm I'm in there, or something like that. And it said, no, 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 you're going to come back, and you're going to reopen the Cobra Kai. Oh, I'll be a total douchebag, I understand. To the right of Hitler, right? I'm going to be, there. no, 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 no. You're going to be the good guy. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, and it's going to be built around you. You're a main character. I'm the main character.
1: Yeah, that must have well. blown his mind.
2: Yeah, he's the main <laughs> character. You're going. We're going to focus on mostly on you and then Ralph Macchio. You'll have the same screen time with Ralph Macchio. Yeah, that was not an original Karate Kid. An original Karate Kid. He showed up like for maybe six, seven minutes.
1: Right.
2: He's in fifty percent of the series. That guy's great. Huh. Smart move. <laughs> yeah. You say, "I want Definitely. to bring this guy back," and and the, oh, another thing about the movie. Danny goes back to visit the grave of Mister Miyagi.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, and they have um, little little bonsai trees around it.
2: Yes, it's, it's a big. It's a big ass stone. It's a big ass stone. It looks real. It could yeah. be a blank stone, and they could have maybe put on, but. I wonder, you know, actually, Pat Morito, it says he lived until 2011. Is that on the stone? Right? Uh, Mr. Yeah. Miyagi? And yeah. it shows in 2005, was uh, in real life. Pat Morito lived till. Oh. They okay. showed at the end. Mm. So gotcha. I wonder if Pat Morito's regular stone is as nice as the one for Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Holy shit! Pat Morita's regular regular stone may not be as nice as this one. So I mean, I mean, it has a beautiful bonsai tree right in front of it. You know, crazy. Really? You know? Yeah, that would be insult to injury. I think, in the end of, end of life. That if the character's stone, I would have made sure and say, hey, like, we got to make sure this stone is half the size of Pat Morita's size, and not as nice. Yeah. But it looked like the top of the line. Uh, Man, we got to talk about that sometime, don't we? Mausoleums. Think about it. Uh,
1: Mausoleums.
2: Mausoleums. I mean, how much fucking money do you have to have? Do you going to have to waste it? Like now, people buy crazy-ass shit with their extra money, right? Like sports cars that they really shouldn't have or... You know, some guilty pleasure, right? Right. If you have so much money to burn that you're going to spend a tenth of your income on the place that you're buried in? That kind of nutty?
1: Yeah, that's great. yeah. Yeah, that's nutty. I'm that's going to say, nutty. I got my
2: house here, but you're going to build a really nice house where these dead people live. You know, I'm going to build it. You go up to these old cemeteries. That's all you see. You see mausoleums. And they're falling apart yeah. in Philadelphia. Oh, there's this; it's one intersection. It's great. Thank God! Thank God! There's four cemeteries there. It's it's uh-huh. it's a, it's an intersection in Philadelphia where these old cemeteries are. Yeah, and if it wasn't for these cemeteries were on this corners, none of mm-hmm. those cemeteries eventually someone would have moved and they would have moved the uh, all the graves. Right. Supposedly moved the graves, and it would end up all the whole development probably end up haunted or something, but um, like <laughs> poltergeist, uh, because they never really moved the bodies. And But I'll tell you, there's one where it's a Jewish cemetery, there's a Protestant cemetery, and then two Catholic cemeteries. Huh. And some of them, you think, uh, they must, it's right, it's towards the inner part of the city. The The oldest part of the cemetery was only like 200 years old. But in 200 uh. years, people spent Whatever you know, they must have been millionaires at the time. All this money on a mausoleum, right? Right. Yeah. And they said it is for going to be perpetually taken care of, right? The rest of your life. Uh-huh. But after two hundred years, they spent a lot of money on a stone house, and the roots of trees are shifting the whole building, and it's about oh, really? to collapse. Yeah. So, I mean, you see broken down mausoleums. What's the point in the end? Right. The guys that um, made the best investment was the pharaoh, one of the the pyramids. Jesus Christ. What's that? Yeah. 5,000 years?
1: That's pretty good.
2: Yeah, get me one of those. That's that's pretty. That was it. Well, it's going to take 20,000 slaves 20 years. Oh. That's okay. You better start working on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Keep going.
2: yeah they w- any uh, that's kind of a what a negative way to end a show talking about graveyards. <laughs> yeah. Well, I okay. mean it's better to have a tree. A tree or you know, if you're going to take if you have all that money, blast you straight you know, your body maybe make it like somewhere they blast it towards another like inside you're cased inside a, a a metal object and you're blasted to like a, a dark portion of the universe.
1: I'd like that that'd be cool.
2: And then a million years, two million years from now, an alien culture picks you up
1: yeah and re- and brings you back to life.
2: what brings you back to life.
1: Yeah, I mean they might have the
2: technology. Yeah, but your brain your your what you think your brain, your thoughts are going to survive? maybe you know they just invent they'll invent a race of things that's what they'll do they won't bring (laughs) you back to life yeah no I don't know imagine that that'd be good that'd be good storyline though yeah I know I I kid I had billions of dollars and this is what I invested it in (laughs) someday yeah And then they turn out and you you, you spend all your money, but in the end you're you land on a on a a different civilization's planet and decide yeah. they're gonna clone you. Ooh, but the cloned good. you the cloned you is gonna be their food source. Uh, oh. <laughs> mm. That's the end of the movie. That's a good one. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.
1: Or, the, you know, maybe. you can always
2: have a million things, you know, like you land, you know, you're a superhero on their planet.
1: They're like landing on a planet with beautiful women.
2: Yeah, and but they're not. They're not really. <laughs> yeah, are not really beautiful women. Yeah. That'll be the same thing, something shocking at the end. Well, Steve, <laughs> we did, this was, the episode was on discipline. I guess that's it. Stayed off. We started with the Cobra Kai, and we kind of ended with that.
1: You know. All right. It stayed on track somewhat. Yep.
2: Yep. <laughs> so, uh, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off with you on. Okay. We're gonna go okay. right now. I'm gonna put the music on.
3: All right. right.
2: We could talk during it. Well, let me turn the volume down. I'll start real low. I'm gonna turn it down. on the volume. It's playing right now. It is? Yeah, yeah, it's playing. It's not middle one. It's coming up. Right in the beginning. I'm there curious. we go. That's the jam. Right There's there. Nothing. With the drum. Dum-dum-dum. Okay. This is us. I'll talk to you later. Okay? All right. Show. Yep. Bye.
1: Bye-bye.
2: <laughs> okay. Goodbye, everyone.